full of hope, full of the Holy Spirit, full of fire for your things. So, Father, we thank you for today. Lord, we pray for every single person in the, uh, in the room today, those under the sound of my voice. I pray, Father, that you would speak something into their heart, a deposit that would encourage them to rise up, encourage them to be all that they're called to be, encourage them in times of doubt, in times of fear, that you would encourage them right now, Father, because as your word says, let those who are weak or going through stuff say that they are strong. So greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So, Father, we thank you. You say that we're wonderfully and fearfully made. You say, Father, that we can overcome all things. You even say that we're more than overcomers. So, Father, I pray for my neighbor to the left and to the right of me. They might not really be listening to the prayer, but I pray for them that they would have ears to hear and eyes to see in the beautiful name of Jesus. Why don't you high-five your neighbor and say amen. Someone say hallelujah. Someone say two tongues up. And please take a seat. And again, as you take a seat, welcome to the house of the Lord. Let's put our hands together for our first time uh, visitors. No, we can do better than that. Let's all put our hands together. Um, we don't want people to think we don't want them to be here, do we, church? Okay, no? Oh, no, I was listening. Let's try that again. Everyone put your hands together for the first time visitors. You know, hospitable is kingdom. Um, it's fundamental. It's basic, <laughs> basic stuff, eh? And um, while my wife's talking past, can we just put our hands together for my wife? <laughs> Why? Just because. There you go, darling. Just because. How are you going, church? Hey, yeah. You glad to be here? Glad to be still alive? Still breathing? Yeah? Still, yeah, I'll tell you, I'm glad that's enough to be happy. Um, as we say in the workplace, any day above ground's a good day. And you know what? Um, tomorrow's never guaranteed. You don't know, you don't even know what's going to happen in your day today. You don't know what's waiting for you outside of these four walls. You don't even know what's waiting for you in the Word. However, I will tell you this. God has plans to prosper you. He has a future and a hope for you. He has ways and means of getting things to you by invisible forces. Uh, we can call them blessing. We can call them favor. We can call them preferential treatment. But God has a way of getting stuff to you. Isn't that awesome? And my Bible tells me God's ways are higher than our ways. And so if you're ever going to take something or take something of a way, take God's ways. There are institutions out there that will try and give you other ways. And I'm not saying don't take those. But if you were presented with two options or a couple of options, one being God's very best or God himself, and then everything that man has, which way do you think you should take? Someone say, the way. Turn to your neighbor and say, get out of my way. No, sorry. Sorry, it just felt like saying that one. Get out of my way. No. I'm coming through. You are right, church? It's good to be here. It's always good to be here. Never forsake the gathering of the saints, uh, the Bible says, which means never stop coming to church. Never stop coming to Man Up and Legacy. Never stop coming to Inside Out and Powerhouse. And if you're not connected, why are you not connected? Because really you're letting something mess with your planting. You never want to let anything mess with your planting. Those who are planted shall prosper. They shall prosper. 
they shall flourish. They shall have fruit. They shall be blessed. You'll look at them and you go, that's a blessed man. That's a blessed woman. And so in Destiny Church, that's a strong part of our DNA to be planted in the house. That's all right there, sir. Thank you. Let's all put our hands together for Hwani. He's doing a great job, Hwani. Someone say blessed. Do you feel blessed? Yeah, that's good. What does it feel like? That's good. That's great, hey? Awesome. It's quite a funny question. What does it feel like? Let's get into the Bible, eh? The Bible? Into Revelation? It's interesting, eh, how a lot of um, humanity worship this book, but they don't actually know, they don't worship the one who gave the book. They have a relationship with a book. I never gave my heart to become a librarian. This one? No. The book's important, but it's not as important as where it comes from. So at the end of the day, these words and these pages came through men of God like myself and like yourself. They were moved by the Holy Spirit to a point where they wrote down what God was showing them, telling them to do, and all these sort of things, and giving an account of the history of the church and everything like that. And they wrote it in this, and now all of us receive it as the Word of God. Isn't that interesting? So just gave you a theology, biblical theology right there. What, why did I say that for? God will get things to you through other men. To other, we got the Bible through other men and women that paid the price. They went through some hard stuff, man. And so um, the word today, well, it's not past the mic, but it's, yep, that's me. There we go. Everyone say God's wise counsel. God's wise counsel. Let's go into Proverbs chapter 24. And um, we're going to, there's a few scriptures here. I'm going to bounce between all three of them. So I'll read them all at once, eh? Is that all right? So I'll do it. Yeah, 24, 23. This is what it reads. Prepare your outside work, make it fit for yourself in the field, and afterwards build your house. Got that? Let's go to 3 and 4. Through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Let's go to 5 and 6. A wise man is strong, yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, you'll wage your own war, and in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Someone say wise. Um, it actually goes on, part 7 says, interesting this, it says, wisdom is too lofty for a fool. Am I speaking to some um, wise people this morning? I know I am because guess why? You're in the house this morning. So give yourself a round of applause for being one step wiser today. High five your name and go, you're wise, my friend. Haven't seen you for a few weeks, so you're being a fool then. No, 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 sorry, sorry. It's all right. Sorry, I repent, Lord. Someone say, I'm wise. Okay, what is going on here? This is on my heart. Uh, it's been a, this was always on my heart, this one. Uh, this scripture here is a memory. I know the scripture off by heart because I've dwelt on it and meditated on it for over 10 years now uh, before I came to Hawke's Bay. Prepare your outside work and make it fit for yourself in the field and afterward build your house. When you read that, you're like, what? So these are proverbs from the wise man, wisest man in the Bible, other than Jesus. Um, they attribute it to, sorry, the wisdom is Solomon. Someone say King Solomon. King Solomon was the son of King David. King David is the great giant killer, giant slayer. 
and he established the kingdom. He took all the money and the gold and he stacked it up ready for his next generation to build the church. Solomon built the church out of gold. Well, we're not at that level yet, eh? Did you know that? Golden toilet seats. Wow. What are you doing on the toilet? Oh, I'm just feeling the gold on my, um, my muscly hamstrings. Is this right? Everyone say gold. So Solomon was very wise. Interesting, eh? Look at Let's just, sorry, I'm going well off track here. That's awesome. Where a son and uh, a father and a son must have lived such a high level of life in God that they wrote some stuff that made it in the Bible. Proverbs, Solomon, Psalms, David. There's some, anyway, someone say, I'm wise today. So prepare your outside work and make it fit for yourself in the field and afterward build your house. Okay, wisdom is so important, church. Wisdom is far more precious than rubies. But let's come back to that scripture. What's it talking about? It's actually talking about building blocks. Prepare your outside work. You should always be working. Our nation is a beneficiary nation. Say it, eh? But don't worry. Hey, I came through that generation. My mum was on the benefit for most of my life, being a solo mum. And there's situations and, you know, where she had to do that. But did you know that there are countries that don't have the benefit? China is one. That if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. Prepare outside work. So you've got to work. There, for you to get through life, there are things that you have to do. That's what the scripture talks about. It's talking about, so what does it say? Prepare outside work. Next one, make it fit for yourself in the field. Then afterwards, build your house. So it's, it's talking about stages. It's talking about levels. It's talking about systematically um, building your life. The first key thing is have Christ. You all here have Christ. So let's put your hands together for yourself and your neighbor and say, man, you're wise today. You're, you're pretty wise today. No, no one wanted Let's clap again, eh? Clap again. Is everyone all right? Had a late night last night, eh? The claps, claps are like, like that to this. So you're allowed to be loud, boisterous in the church. All right? You're allowed to engage with the word. This is not a boring church. So can you turn to Naomi and go, can you stop making it boring? I'm excited about God. I'm excited about the church. I love my church. We, didn't we just finish singing that song? I love this house. So he's like, I love this house. I don't even know this song. Are you really like engaged in the words? So, oh, we're off topic there. Ex are you excited to be here? I am. I am. Wisdom. I wish I knew this when I was younger. I wish I had been raised in wisdom. Understanding and knowledge. Man, I would be here 20 years ago. You know what I mean? I'd be better off. And so we can't change the past, but we can help create the future. So let's come back to this. There are building blocks in your life that you must put in place. The world has perverted how to build a life. The world has given us a foolish pattern that if you follow it, you will end up a fool. Don't be a fool. Too many in Hawke's Bay, anyway, Hastings, I don't know, pick a suburb. Uh, it's not judging, it's, it's, it's about um, statistics, it's about fruit. Too many families don't know how to build with wisdom. 
Too many families don't know how to build a strong house. I like the scripture that, what does it say, three? Through wisdom, a house is built. You must have wisdom if you want to build an enduring house, a generational house, a house that transfers the blessing from your generation to the next that takes wisdom. You've got to get wisdom. And all you're getting, the Bible says, get wisdom. Wisdom. Through wisdom, a house is built. My house is under attack. Get some wisdom. Uh, I'm just starting out. We're going to get married. We're going to start this family. Get some wisdom. Um, we've been married for a while, but we've just come into the church. Get some wisdom on how to um, renovate your life. You can renovate your life. Do you know that? That's cool, eh? Anyone seen any renovations before? Anyone seen any run-down, old, cruddy-looking homes? I have. If you go down to Central Hawks Bay, there's that house, house there on the hill. It's been there before I was alive. You know that house? By the overtaking, but hey. Yes, I wish someone would renovate it, but anyway. Some people live lives like that. They're still walk, walking and working out the blueprints of the cursed generations before. Everyone say wisdom. So we've got to reverse the curse. We've got to reverse how to do life. We've got to reverse how to do Christ. We've got to reverse how to do church. We've got to reverse how to get involved in politics. We've got to reverse how to get out of substance abuse and into faith addiction stuff. We've got to come out of mental health issues. We've got to get out of all these things that have been helping us look like a fool. Someone say, I don't want to be a fool. So I find I have to talk quite frank sometimes. So because you know I'm wise. Got a job? No, then you're not wise. I mean, if you can't work and you fit, that's different. Okay, that's that's I shouldn't have to say that, but I'll say it. But if you're fit and able, you go to work and start building the future for your family. Start building your future for your family. Amen. Even the Bible says, look, prepare your outside work. Man, that's just, you don't even need to like read in the spirit what they'd say. Do you know that? It actually work. If you're physically unable, that's different. But however, there are things you can do. I know a couple of disabled multimillionaires. Got no legs and no arms. Like no legs and no arms, like this Christian fella. And he speaks and he gets pulled around. So I'm not saying, um, what's your excuse? But I'm saying to you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with what God has given you? What has God given you? So they're building blocks. Stages and wisdom. Um, what are they? Oh, they're so I think they're so elementary. Sometimes I might brush over them. Uh, keeping God at the center. That's that should that's normal. Anything outside of that, that's a fool. Bringing Christ into all your decisions, your key life decisions anyway, not the ones where oh should I eat um, a peanut slab or Whitaker's bar. The creamy one. Which one? Not the, you, don't, you don't really need God. God, help me make a decision. Which chocolate should I eat? But if you want to practice, that's good. He might tell you, don't eat any chocolate. Oh, eat the carrots. But when it comes to big life decisions, a lot of people actually don't make wise choices. You know that? They actually, we say we love the Lord, but when it comes time to, I love the Lord decision making. <laughs> situation do we love the lord do we have wisdom so that scripture there is talking about building blocks i remember 
Yeah, man, I remember this 10 years ago. This really hit me. This, I was like, man, I've got to really reevaluate how I'm doing my life. Really look at what I put as um, God, what I put front and center, what I put as first in my life, where my time goes. That all had to be re-engineered. That's right. Someone say, I need to re-engineer my life. You are the architect. You are the civil engineer. You are the interior designer. You are the construction worker. Hey, you might need to get a big digger with a big, what do they call it? The wrecking ball and start knocking down some walls that are holding up some ugly pictures. Someone say, time to knock out some walls. Knock out, prepare your outside work. So, God is saying to us, real simply, through the wisdom of Solomon, we need to build our life a certain way. Patterns. Someone say patterns. How I do my marriage. Do you know that that is actually a certain way? It's not robotic. It's the principles are the same. If you're not adhering to the principles, highly likely, I'm talking about the ones that God has for marriage, highly likely you'll be building a house mixed up with foolishness. We don't want to build any more. Hey, hey, we make mistakes, but when you're intentionally making them, that's not a mistake. That's just being a fool. Turn to neighbor and go, I'm glad you're wise like me. You are wise today. <laughs> prepare. That's a good word, okay? Good word. Prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field and afterward build your house. We've got a mahi. And mahi isn't just getting paid for it. <laughs> Do you know there's a lot of mahi you're not going to get paid for? Yeah. You've got to work, man. Make it fit for yourself in the field. Get it to a high level. Get it to a level where it can take care of you. And I'm talking about parenting. I'm talking about how you handle your finances. I'm talking about where you, what career you should get into and you shouldn't. Because there are certain careers you shouldn't be doing, and there are certain ones that you should be doing. Is that all right? That's a deep one. And so, another thing, family. How am I building my family? Is Christ the center of this marriage? Am I married? Am I not married? When's that going to change? Am I... Um, handling the finances in an honorable way to God? Am I a faithful steward? Um, all these fundamental things. Or am I just blowing it? Money's coming in and it's going out. That's the curse, man. Am I investing it wisely? Am I eating the seed? Money's a seed. I need to sow it, grow it. Money is attached to your heart. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart is. So, if you want to test your heart, play with your money. You want to see if you have a good heart or evil heart? You know, that's, that's a good era. But anyway, that's, what, that's not what I was meant to talk about. Let's come back to here. So, wise counsel. Hmm. Let me come back a couple of steps. In history, it tells us that kings had wise counsel. Kings had wise counsel. They had, normally they had men of God, they had prophets, and then they would have a wise counsel. Men and women that were highly skilled to give insight, to give revelation, to give wisdom, and how that king would succeed in ruling his region, ruling his kingdom. Got that? Everyone say kingdom. You all have a kingdom. Your home, your family, it's a kingdom. 
you rule that kingdom. You take care of the kingdom's financial wealth, the kingdom's health, the kingdom's mental health. I'll change the word kingdom to family, the family health, the family unity, kingdom unity, because nothing worse than a kingdom divided. It cannot stand, the Bible says. A house divided cannot stand. So you take care of that. As the head, or as the king or the queen, you're in charge of what's happening in the monarchy. Isn't it? Let's put your hand, let's give ourselves a clap. Say thank you, king, to yourself. Thank you, queen. Now, if you're a good king or a good queen, it's going to go well in your kingdom. If you're a terrible king and a terrible queen, you, you get the picture. Got that? Wise counsel. I'm going to say wise counsel. And so they had wise counsel. <clears throat> they had wise counsel. They had men and women. History tells us that. Jesus tells us his wise counsel was from God and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's a person personified. Anyway, Jesus had wise counsel. Solomon was given a spirit of wisdom by God. He asked for it. What do you want? Uh, give me wisdom and understanding and knowledge so that I can lead this people, so I can do a really good job. That should be your prayer parents. Lord, I pray that all the time. Every day, Lord, Father, I need more wisdom. Give me, give me more knowledge and understanding so I can lead my marriage, lead my children, lead the church, and help as much of our community as I can. You don't really need qualifications. It's easy to get a qualification, very hard to get wisdom. I see a whole lot of qualified people that are unwise. I sit on governance boards. Uh, one of them, I'm a co-chair, and the other person is qualified to the hilt. And she referenced to me last time we were at um, our good friend's birthday. And she mentioned something. She goes, this young man, he's, although he's young, he's his, I'm astonished at his wisdom. She eats off the wisdom I give her. When you're wise, you will feed other people. I, you know, I have a friend who's 70 years old. I don't even know how that happened. I'm 40. Not saying we shouldn't be hanging out. But he feeds off the wisdom I give him. Wisdom isn't determined by age. They say the older you get, the wiser. Not really. I've seen so many foolish old people. So many. <laughs> heaps, heaps of fools. Anyway, foolish is fools. You don't have to stay like that though. But let's come back to what we're saying here. So how important is wisdom? How important is understanding and knowledge? That scripture there, through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Uh, there's, you want to build a house? Get wisdom. You want to establish it? Get some understanding. You want it to be full with all sorts of stuff? Get some certain knowledge. I love this next one. A wise man is strong. You want to you know a strong man? Someone who's wise. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by, this is the bit here. For by wise counsel, you wage your own war. We're all at war, troops. We're, at, we're all at war for our family. We don't fight against people. We fight against principalities and spirit. But we're all pushing back against old beliefs, even funny beliefs that have become our beliefs sometimes, called opinions or just something you picked up or something you watched on TikTok or whatever, YouTube, whatever. You can pick all these things up. You're at war the whole time. And so as the word says there, 
or by wise counsel, you'll wage your own war. You want to get counsel if you're going to make life-altering um, decisions around your finances. You want to get wise counsel on where you should direct your life. How you should deal with a situation. Um, going through this problem, pastor. Hey, that's good. Come see your pastor. Get some wisdom. I give wisdom to counselors in our town. How much more do you have access to Rurudu? Get some wisdom. I give wisdom to business owners, movers and shakers in our community, only because of the wisdom that God has given me through, given you and I, through revelation and proximity. I'm only here and you're there just because you're not as wise. That's the difference. We're the same. I just rubbed up against some people and got their rub up on rubbing up on me and got some stuff I had rubbed off and rubbed that on and, you know, the speech changed, the vision changed, the, the way I do my life changed because I got the rub off, got sharpened. Iron sharpens iron. That's the real meaning of iron. Iron sharpening iron isn't we hang out together. It's when you hang out with me, the sparks fly. Oh, you offended me. Yes, I did. I got offended heaps. But I'd smile and go, Father, that's very offensive, Pastor, but thank you for your words. I love it. Got another one? Why? You need to activate that? I've already done it. I've already activated what you just gave me. Give me the next one. Anyway, someone say wisdom. And so we've got to build our lives wisely. Too many marriages are falling apart. Families are breaking down because of a lack of wisdom. Because the people at the helm, called the mum and the dad or the parents or whatever's going on there, don't have any wisdom. They don't have any understanding. They lack insight, revelation. And so um, that's why we must not, the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. These are fundamental things. And sometimes when we're going about our life trying to take over the universe, okay, well, that's what I try and do, take over the world or whatever, impact society and heal people and lead them out of poverty and cancer and whatever. You must never forget the fundamentals. Someone say wise. So, I love that. For by wise counsel, you'll wage your own war. Do you gather enough counsel before you go out there? There's a faith step, I get that. And we all have the Holy Spirit in God. But sometimes we've got to get some wisdom to ensure that what we're hearing is God. A lot of people tell me all sorts of stuff. And I look at them and go, bro, that's not God, man. And then they refuse to hear me. And I go, oh, well, be a fool. Pride comes before a fall, the Bible says. They lack wisdom. They're not really um, wanting to be wise. And so therefore, if you don't want to be wise, you're really not wanting to win in life. You've got to be teachable. I've got to be teachable. I'm teachable all the time. Got to humble myself, come under authority. Okay, I hear what you're saying. I don't fully understand it, but by faith I receive it. I'll activate it, get my understanding later. Do you understand? Sometimes it's not even about getting everything you need to know off the mark. It's about working with the little bit you have, stepping out. And as you step out, each step and activating an obedience to what you're hearing, God gives you more. Peter had to step out on the water. He had to first have the faith to step out. 
And then it all became solid under him. He didn't know how, how do I make the water hard and, you know, which angle should I put my feet to walk on the water? He didn't find that. He just stepped out in faith. And so, wise. Let's build a church that's totally wise. Wise with their money. A wealthy church. A church that can, if there's lack in our community, we can just send heaps of money. Or send a program. Or, you know, let's build a family that's wise. That can build strength together, generationally. I love Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. Abraham, the great-great-grandfather. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. That's a generational power. That's four generations where they kept God at the center, where each man, Abraham had an army of 318 under him that he raised from his house. He had some wealth. He knew how to do business. He knew how to build an economy in his family. He knew how to get everyone employed in the vision. He knew how to take care of everyone. He knew how to help the marriages succeed. He had all these things going. Then it passed on to Isaac. Isaac did the same thing. Then Jacob. Jacob. Look at that. I, I hope, um, well, my prayer and what I hope will happen in, in Hawke's Bay is that we see that. We don't see generations go worse. We see them get better. But if they're going to build a home foolishly with no wisdom, no Christ, no God, it's going to be like that. Church, it's actually going to get worse. What walks in the parents runs in the children. And so for you and I, okay, we've got to look at that for our own family, our own life. How do we build? How are we doing life? Are we following a pattern that's defunct? Are we following a pattern that's the old version of the program? You know, like your Apple phone that doesn't work with the old version? No? No one has Apple? What's another one? Your antivirus that keeps telling you to update on your computer? Yeah, that's one. Delete, delete, delete. Someone say wisdom. So we've got to get wiser. You sure, man, I love wisdom. I love wise counsel. I like being surrounded by people that are sharper than me, smarter than me, um, in, in a natural sense, that I can learn from, glean from, um, get some rub off, you know. Very interesting. Like we were at this, um, Henari's um, 70th last night, Henari O'Keefe, and it was... Um, Who's who in the zoo, man? It was all the politicians, CEOs, the dark fellas, no, the Marys, sister Marys, sorry, Marys, the naughty Marys, the Christians that were getting drunk, oh, sorry, <laughs> sipping saints, they try to avoid me because they're getting convicted because they're getting drunk, oh, okay. Um, and then you had the family, and you had all this, what do you call it, eclectic group of people. And I was enriched by it. I'm way, you know, we're in the church, hey, we all mix. Jesus mixed with everyone. That should be you too. Now, don't justify it by saying, I only mix with sinners. You don't always have to just mix with sinners. You can mix with anyone. Anyone. Someone say anyone. Anyway, so it was um, encouraging being there. Uh, my, I don't really want to call her arch rival, because she's not even on my level. Anna Lok goes, Mike. May the best woman win. She's mocking me. I was being nice because this girl's like, it's this punk. What's <laughs> say, my mate laughing. What do you think? I'm a man, not a woman. She's going to lose. <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, anyway, um, we're having a laugh. What am I talking about? Mixing with different people. 
Don't stay in your same crowd. You become a hangout with. So can I be honest and just rip this to pieces? Is this all right? Can we shred this? If you hang out with dumb people, uh, I'm evangelizing. <laughs> no, 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 no. If they're sharpening you up, well, that's a sad day. If someone's sharpening you up, that's dumb. If they're giving you marriage advice and they've committed adultery and failed in their marriage, uh, probably don't listen to them. Um, and finances as well. We've got to be wise in who we allow to speak into our life. Walk circumspectly. Circumspectly means I don't just always listen to everyone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Amen? You're right. So prepare your outside work, make a fit for yourself in the field, and afterward build your house. If you're in, you know, there's this new epidemic now in Hawke's Bay called um, emergency housing. If you're in there, your next goal isn't to buy a house. It's just to get a rental. That's wisdom. Don't reach too far outside your capacity. If, if you know, don't reach too far. I'm not saying you can't. But wisdom, dream for big, but build wise. Get into a rental. And when you're in the rental, keep it clean. Look after it. Mow the lawns. Don't let it get like chest height, like some of the houses somewhere. Um, wash the walls. Wash the window. Be faithful with the little. I'm trying to help you understand God's ways. Everyone chases money, but they don't chase God. They chase the house, but then you chase God, he'll give you the house. Houses will come to you. You won't even have to do anything. Oh, you mean you'll, you'll have to do some things, but when you put God first, this is wisdom. See, world's ways, this, this just it defuncts it. So what? Put God first. But I want to have my own career. Well, cool. God gives you the desires of your heart, but if you put him first, he might actually get it to you a different way. Or it might be off and you'll put you in your right thing. Because you're all born for a purpose. Part of your purpose is your career. Part of your calling is the career and the vocation you do. And you get into. So you've got to watch what you get into. Don't always just get into things. Circumspect, filter. Is this where I need to be? Hmm. Am I ready to be here? Maybe I'm just two steps away from there. And that's okay. Prepare your outside work. Make You know what I mean? There's steps. Everyone say there's levels. Yeah. And new levels, new devils. Conquer that level, conquer the devils on that level, then go up. David was ready for Goliath because he slayed his lions and bears. He didn't go straight to the Goliath. He didn't go straight to the Goliath. He slayed his lions and bears. He slayed the personal things in private so that he could have public power. Right? And that's all wisdom. It's all wisdom. Nobody wants to get in a public position and then be found wanting, be found in lack, because it really says that that person didn't build with wisdom. They were uh, rushed in some of the character development areas. That's a big one, character development, wisdom. So reevaluate, how am I building my life? Where can I get wise counsel? Obviously your pastor. It's the fundamental. Through wisdom, a house is built by understanding it is established by knowledge. The rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. 
Hmm. Someone say wise counsel. Beautiful, eh? Wisdom. Wisdom. I'm believing our church will rise up as some very wise pillars in our community. Well, okay, it's just me believing that. All right. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> Got a few yeses. Do you believe you can be wise? Maybe that's what I'm fighting this morning, wrestling in the atmosphere. You don't believe what I'm saying. You don't believe you can be wise. In Corinthians, it says one of the spiritual gifts is wisdom. So in as much as you can speak in tongues, which is a spiritual gift, you actually can activate wisdom. It's a spiritual gift. Go straight into the spirit and pull down the wisdom. How do I deal with this situation? Pull in the wisdom. You don't have to be, you don't, you actually, if you're high pressure or in a, sorry, in a pressure position to give an answer or anything like that, you don't actually don't have to give an answer. You get to hang on a sec. Give me a second. Take a step back. Pull down, boom, and give an answer. You're, you are in control of your life. I love a scripture, says uh, this other scripture, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Quick to listen. Do you really understand what's going on? Do you understand the dynamics that's going on in the church? Do you understand the dynamics and how that transfers into your life? Do you understand your life at the moment? Where are you going? What's happening? How's life? And don't just say automatically, awesome. That's cool, though, which is great. Definitely believe that. But in the inner workings and behind the scenes, how's life going for you? How are you going? Is this the right church? How are you going? Wise. See, if our nation was wise, sorry, if our families were more wiser, we would make a lot more wiser decisions. I know that's such an easy statement. Decisions as in who should be in politics. Who should be in charge at the marae. Who shouldn't be in charge at the marae. Who shouldn't be our mayor. Who should be our mayor. Who shouldn't be the teachers in our schools. Who should be the teachers. Actually, what they are teaching. What they are not teaching. Um, how we should be doing our finances as an economy. Is this right? Wisdom is beautiful. You want to, it's like honey. You got to get wisdom. And all you're getting, get wisdom. And all you're getting, get wisdom. Someone say, get wisdom. I'm going to read this last one here, and then we'll finish. It's going to be quite a quick. Wow, everyone's catching it. Seven. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. If you're dealing with a person that doesn't want to be wise or get wisdom, they're a fool. <laughs> as simple as that. That doesn't mean, oh, don't tell them. Don't go, yeah, no, you're a fool. Oh, if you're close, maybe you can tell them, eh? Like some, yeah, you're being a fool, brother. You're being a fool. Wise. Everyone say wise. I know this isn't, for some people, this isn't like the most, um, well, it depends how I bring it across. It doesn't sound like an exciting topic, wisdom, but this is the topic that will change your whole life. Revelation is wisdom. Wisdom, man, wisdom will get you a flourishing business. Wisdom will get you a house. Wisdom will get, to, get you to a stage where houses come to you. Wisdom will get you a better marriage. Wisdom will get you all these things. Wisdom will help you make decisions far greater, 
far better. Wisdom will help flip our nation. Wisdom will help flip our community. Wisdom will, will help us to do events like the way to the world, but be accurate in our delivery. Accuracy comes through wisdom as well. We don't want to just get like a machine gun and spray everything and waste all our bullets. You understand? You don't want to be a big mighty knight with this seven foot blade or something, sword, and you're just hacking away at the enemy, blowing them back. Sounds cool, but you can just be accurate and slip your blade between the armor and dead. Walk through the armor and go dead. Dead. You know what I mean? Accuracy. Instead of walking through, banging, slaying it, smashing everyone down like a sledgehammer, and you're wasting your energy. You're working hard, but not as effective. Is this all right? Mm. This last bit here. And in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. Get some wisdom for yourself so you can build strong, strong and sure. Amen. Strong and sure. So nothing will pull your house down. Yeah. That's why we need to be in politics. Wisdom says get involved. Are you involved? Are you involved? I don't have to answer me. You don't care about our community, our nation? Because that thing affects your family. Yeah. Jesus was very much political. The Bible says the government will be on his shoulders. He'll be the head of it. Shoulders here, Jesus' head. So I don't really want to get involved in politics, but wisdom says for me, get involved. Um, oh, it's easy to just be an employee, but wisdom says go and create wealth. So I've got to get into business. I've got to come out of my flesh. I've got to get into things that I've never done. Wisdom says serve. I serve in the church. Serve in our community. Um, learn, study, grow, all these things. Wisdom says deal to your flesh. Don't just be a dumb, mindless person going through society on automatic pilot. De facto, on a defunct setting. Engage in your life. Be an architect of your life. That's wisdom. Or be on the benefit in your life. A handout. To mummy and daddy, the government. Daddy, help me. Government, help me. Really? That's pathetic. I mean, get some help, but like to stay in that position is, is yeah, that's, that's the curse, man. The blessing helps you come up. The blessing pushes you. Uh, it promotes you. The blessing takes care of you. The necessities of life is not blessing. A house, food, transport, marriage, um, children that listen to you, that's not blessing. That's called normal. But foolishness has built that and made that normal. Foolishness has made that the standard, the status quo. And so we've got to reverse that. We've got to turn that. We are the counterculture. Do you understand? We're the counterculture. Um, yeah, it may be hard. Maybe that touches a hard spot for you, and that's okay. I remember being there in certain things, but you had to um, overcome them. You had to use them as targets, and that's where I was shooting my arrows. You know when you play darts, the bullseye? 
put those, what did I say last week? Get some trophies. Put them on the shelf. I'm going to hit that right in the eye. Took and hit it in the eye. Get all your darts and hit the bullseye. Start knocking them out. Otherwise, you will not be ready for giants. You will never be used to take out giants. You, and the giant has your treasure. The giant has your promotion. The giant has a higher level of blessing for you. David needed Goliath. Without Goliath, he was never going to get his promotion. He would have just stayed the cheeseburger fellow and the shearer, shearing sheep. Nothing wrong with that. But you're actually limiting God's potential on your life. Is that all right? Wisdom unlocks your potential. Foolishness holds it bound up. That's what I love about man up and legacy. Um, a lot of people come in and everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. But most, well, 99.100% of the time, most have ruined their life. Or they've had a life full of ruin. Or they've been a victim of other ruined lives. Hurt people hurting people produce hurt people. And so we're through Man Up Legacy and the life of Christ coming through that vehicle. We're now reversing and renovating their whole life and starting them again, which is great. Let's put our hands together for the ability to start again. Now, that's okay for your first rotation. A lot of you here ain't in your first rotation. It's time for you now to elevate. Someone say elevate. Go to the next level now. Heal me, heal life. Start to heal life. Don't always go back in the cave. Okay, man up is based on our apostle, but he takes it from the, the cave of Abdullam. David had 400 men. They were in debt, distress, and discontented. They were messed up. They had lived lives, lived life full of foolishness. They went into that cave. They got some sharpening. Had to heal. Is this right? They had to have a transfer. But what was going on in their life? They had to let it go. They had to put it out on the table. Say, oh, David, I blew it here. Boom, they got some healing in the cave. And then it came out of the cave of Abdullam into Ziklag, where they started to get some toughening going on, where they started to steal up. And then they started to uh, step up. Then it went into Hebron. Ultimately, God Zion manifested. Zion is God ruling and reigning in the kingdom of God here on earth. In our families. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. But too many want to stay in the cave. They want to go back to the cave. After they've already got healing, I want to go back to the cave. No, no, no. This time, if you are going to go back to the cave, it's only to pull the other brothers out. I said this one uh, last night um, to our mate, my good friend Henari. said, you know, most people your age or just not even your age have one foot in the grave. He's 70. A lot of people have one foot in the grave once they get past 50. Some even younger, actually. And I said to him, the only time you've got your foot in the grave, brother, is when we pull them out. I said, that's us, you and me. The only time you, go, you are meant to go in the cave, church, is to pull the other brothers out. Don't go in the cave, have a pity party, and then get stuck in there, and singing kumbaya, and crying, and holding hands, and then forget who you are. You go in there now to pull the family out. To pull everyone out out of the cave. No more cave living. Time to rise up. Go to Ziklag. Steal up. Pick up your sword. Go and get into some engagements. Engage in some warfare. 
I'm no longer distressed, discontented or in debt, but I still got to deal with my finances. So get out and go deal with them. Go work 12, 16 hour days if you have to. Deal with it. You create that life, you deal with it. You don't go, Lord, please use magic to blot out my debt. Can I get the, the jackpot? Oh, sorry. No, we don't. We believe in God, not luck and leprechauns. Fellas believe in leprechauns. Lotto and leprechauns. Little, little short people. Pets. What? Betting. Oh, that's another foul demon. But that's what we do. That's our mission. That's our life's mission. It's to build the church, advance the kingdom. Now, that doesn't sound much, but if you have revelation, you already know. Building the church is building my family. It's lifting the financial capacity, lifting the mental capacity, the spiritual capacity, healing the mental anguish, wiping out a lack of identity, wiping out not knowing who I am, why I'm here, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Got that? Is that all right? Turn to your neighbor and go, you're too cool to be a fool. That, yeah. And turn back and go, I'm nice because I'm wise. Does that rhyme? Yeah. I'm nice because that doesn't, that doesn't rhyme. That's a terrible one. Sorry, yeah. So I'm not a rapper anymore. Oh. All right. Everyone say wisdom. Wisdom. You'd have more money if you're wiser. I should just say that, eh? What else will you have? Shucks, I'd still have abs if I was wiser. I do have them. They're just under layers of foolishness. This, hey, this is, hey, we all have elements of being a fool in us. But we just got to sharpen up and be wiser. Yeah, tell you, we'd all have abs. But too much foolishness. I blame KFC. Blame. Don't take ownership, I just blame. <laughs> It wasn't me, it was the cool chicken from the dairy. The dry chicken that's, we need to pray for our Indian brothers. Get some better chicken. <laughs> okay, all way off topic. You right, church? My heart, your pastor's heart is that you'll be wise. Is that you, um, not saying all of you do it, but is that you wouldn't be on this treadmill of dysfunction. It's like a hamster in a little thing and he's running hard out. <laughs> He's just going, <laughs> he's like running out and he's stuck. He's stuck. Turn to him and go, you're not a hamster. <laughs> you're wise. Be a wise hamster. Break out. <laughs> Be a wise hamster. Break out and escape. Chipmunks. Well, what's, what is, okay. Chipmunks. Is this all right? Be wise. Break out. Be free. Go and do and fulfill whatever's in your heart. Dream big. Live big. Go start a company. Have, if, if you fail, oh well. You are not wise. <laughs> You're going to fail though? Here's some wisdom. When you're trying to break habits and boundaries and the cycle, you're going to make some mistakes. So when it happens, just go, no, this is part of the process. I stuffed up. I tried, to, tried a different parenting style. Didn't work. Blew it. That's all, at least you tried. Don't stop and go back. Oh, and I'm getting back on my wheel like the hamster. <laughs> this is too hard. This is better. Do you know people live like that? They live like this. Pass is too hard. I'm going back on the wheel, the hamster. <laughs> we get so conditioned to the cycle, we think it's normal. 
It is, yeah, it is. It can be scary breaking out the mold. But that's why you have faith for the scary. Faith for the scary. Faith for the terrifying. Faith for everything that freaks you out. And if it does freak you out, do it. If you're afraid, do it. If you're scared, do it. If your spouse is scared, uh, I was going to say push them into it. No. Encourage them to do it. Man, we have a business. And if anyone tells me that they're too afraid to do it, I make them do it. And I make them do it at least three times. Are you scared? Do it. Why am I scared? Do it. They do it. Oh, I did it. Yeah, do it again. Oh, I did it again. Do it another time. Oh, it's not even scary. You're the man now. Very technical uh, breakdown, that one. Sounds like bullying, but it's not. It's pastoring. <laughs> it is. It's pastoring. Yes. Wisdom. Someone say, I am wise. That's it, really. That's, there's a lot we can, we can stay on this forever, but just, yeah, wisdom. Don't be a know-it-all, man. There's faith to step out. Like, I have faith and belief I can try everything, but I'm, I'm not a know-it-all to the point where I, I won't hear wisdom. Do you understand? I hear their wisdom, but how I process is different. So you got it? You get it? Like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear God saying, what am I going to do? Do you understand? You've got you to um, work that all the time. I hear what you're saying, but I also hear what God's saying. So who do I believe? Everyone says, oh, I believe God. Okay. So when someone says, oh, pastor, I can't do that. I hear what they're saying, but I hear what God's saying. They can do it. Who do I believe? <laughs> no, no, God says you can do it. I can't do it. No, you're doing it. God says I can't. You're doing it. You want an argument? We're doing it. Do you understand how practical that, that is? It's not a big spiritual um, I believe what God says, and man, it's actually like that. I can't save my family. God says you can. Oh, but I can't pass them. But God says you can. But I can't. I hear what you're saying. Sorry, I'm, it doesn't. It sounds like I'm not listening to you. I'm just blotting out what you're saying. Do you understand? God wants you to rise up and be a leader. Pastor, I just can't do it. I hear what you're saying. Do you, is this this right, church? I just can't. I just can't do it. Yeah, I hear that. Go and do it. Oh, but I can't. I hear that. Just go do it. Pastor, you're not listening to me. I am. You're not listening to me. Go and do it. Oh, but I can't. I know you can't. That's what you're saying. But God's telling me you can. Is this right? It's that simple. But we don't even overcome that level. And then we go, two tongata. I'm a man up captain, are you? I'm a legacy captain. Is this all right? Don't fake it till you make it. Use faith and wisdom, but also step out. That, that seems to be a very big problem in the church, that one. Pastor, what's the answer? Is this the answer? Uh, have you got another answer? Yep. That sounds like the first answer. That's the other answer. <laughs> oh, sorry, you got a cheeky pastor. Pastor, how do I stop this? Easy, stop. Uh, do you have another answer? Yep, stop fast. <laughs> or stop slow, as long as you stop. This Life with God is not meant to be serious. Take off your serious undies. 
You know, the ones that are highly pulled right up there, and you're like, <laughs> I'm saying in the language you understand. Too many people walk around like this. <laughs> Come on, man. Where's the joy of the Lord? God loves you. Have a laugh. Because life's it's sad if you <laughs> life's sad if you don't have any laughs, eh? Have a laugh. Amen. So be wise. Women be wise. Men be wise. Help your if you're married or got someone you're gonna marry, help them be wise too. Talk about it all this week. Is that wise? Let's go to KFC. Is that wise? <laughs> I didn't mean don't go to KFC. I'm just, it's your decision. Well, we just did a 10K run. It's very wise. Oh, okay. You know, make sure we have KFC for breakfast. Oh, probably not wise. You know what I mean? It's really that simple. The faith is simple. Only believe. We complicate it. We make it all this, whatever it is, technicality, I don't know. And so, um, yeah, that's good, eh? That's great. All right. I'm believing and prophesying that you all will be wise. So wise that just like your pastor, 70-year-olds will ask for your advice. Just like your pastor, the mayor will ring you up to get an answer. You're right. I'm, not, I'm saying it boldly like that because I need it to break through and the message to come across. When you have wisdom, man, people, they come to you. And when you solve answers... You'll be rewarded. Sorry, solve problems. You'll be rewarded. And so everything you need, you have. Everything you need, you have. You just have to activate it. Here's another wise thing. Actually, one more scripture. Yes. <clears throat> Proverbs 24:30. It's not up there. This is the one here. I went by the field of the lazy man. By the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Church. going to say something real spiritual then <laughs> but then my faith just turned into cheeky faith i have this thing i remember what i just said i wrote this thing on the whiteboard at work it's the word of the lord and the word of the lord was this are you dumb <laughs> it got through that word are you dumb end of the day that was the word of the lord today yeah nah some fellas were dumb today what's that scripture talking about I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to rest. Don't be lazy. You want to be blessed, but you won't pay the price for it. You want abundance, but you aren't faithful with the little. You want so I, something my brother-in-law taught me. My wife's younger brother. We used to have a laugh about it. I'm going to say it in funny language. Too busy, I want to want to. I said, what? I want, I want, I want this, I want that. True. Guys, you just want, but you won't give. Your giving unlocks your receiving. You got to give time. You got to sow seed. You got to give blood, sweat, and tears. But you want what? I want God to break through for me and my family and 
And uh, what about your prayer life? Are you changing in that area? No, 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 no. I'm not changing there. God can do anything. <laughs> Bro, give. Unlock yourself. All the keys to the kingdom on heaven and earth have been given to you. Unlock the door. Unlock. Unlock where you need to give. I'm not saying asking for your money. I don't need your money. You need to give for your money. I don't need your time. You need to give for your time, more time. You understand? And so, don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Amen? Be wise. Don't be a fool. Be wise. Let's build a church that's full of wise people. Let's build a church where people can come in like fools, lazy, but go out into our community as massive injectors of faith and hope in society, as mass, massive producers of um, job opportunities and business. Is, wouldn't that be a blessing? Would you like to be that blessing for your family? Do you know you can create wealth for your family? It, but it's ain't gonna, it ain't going to come by playing PlayStation all the time. It ain't going to come by scrolling on TikTok for two hours. It ain't going to come. You're dreaming. You've got to pay the price. Be wise. Amen. Let's stand. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Thank you, Father. Let's try that again. Eh? Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Yep. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. Father, we just bless you and praise you. Lord, we thank you that you can give us in one second a, a deeper level of the spirit of wisdom. Father, I just pray, Lord, for every single person in this room. I pray, Father God, a transference was already, transference was already happening. The moment they sat under the word and begin to activate their faith to pull and unlock from the spirit world new dimensions of wisdom, new levels of understanding, new levels of insight. Father, I pray for their mind. Father, I pray for their ears to be able to hear what the spirit is saying to them. Three o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, during their day, in the car, wherever they're going, that far, at school or whatever. Father, I pray for them. I thank you, Lord, like Solomon. You asked them, what do you want? And he said, give me wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And because he asked for those things, you gave him wealth. Four point something trillion he was worth. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We put, uh, Father, we repent if we've been acting a little bit foolish recently. If we've been acting a fool even this morning, even in the Word, acting like a fool. Father, we thank you that we can start again. We can build bigger, better, and brighter. Come back ten times better. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for the church, the congregation of the mighty. And, Lord, I just prophesy again and pray for people in this room that they'll rise up in this word, and that they will be big solutions to big problems in our community. Father, we lift up the event coming in the next couple of weeks. We're going to tackle uh, some suicide dysfunction. We've already been tackling it, but, Father, we pray that that event would be more bigger than we, what we know, that we would see in the spirit a bigger event, more people, uh, more families that have been under the plague of suicide would come so that we can breathe, breathe freedom into them. So, Father, thank you for this church, these people. Bless them. Pray for their lunch. Um, if they do get KFC, pray that they share it with me. Amen. Amen. Hey, let's give the Lord a round of applause. Um, look, if you want to receive Jesus, uh, actually, we'll pray this prayer. This is the salvation prayer, so help me out, church. Close, uh, close your eyes and bow your heads and put your hand on your heart. 
And um, we'll pray this prayer. This is the beginning of wisdom, which is having Christ in your life. So, uh, church, help me out. Uh, repeat these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I turn from my old ways, my foolish living, my pride, my arrogance, and I turn to you. Help me be wiser.